0: off the ball
1: and monster are failing at that detail it's not the big picture that's killing them it's it's the minutiae the detail that's taking them apart subscribe to the rugby stream on the otb sports app now going on his own. He gets try.
0: the red 78 to report monster people gets over the line. Try for monster. nobody knows monster rugby better Hello and welcome along, I'm Alan Quinlan and you're listening to episode 41 of the Red 78 here on the Rugby Channel. Uh, not alone, uh, Neve Briggs is with me, how are you, how was your weekend?
1: Hi Quinny, not too bad, not too bad at all.
0: Were you training, matches? We
1: had a match, yeah, match. We got um, desperately beaten up um, pretty pretty badly, we, we lost pretty well, bad. So it's been a, a rough couple of days from a coaching point of view, just trying to... Figure out where we are and what we're doing, how we fix it. So, um, is it uncharacteristic of us, or is it just where we are at? I think that's probably been the the most kind of obvious emotion. But um, yeah, it's um, it's been a, a tough weekend from a coaching point of view.
0: An emotional roller coaster. Well, at least we've something positive to talk about this morning uh, regarding the monster match and the performance against the Bulls. Um, they won thirty one seventeen. I think everyone was pretty nervous that uh, this would be a disappointing week and it, it was obviously, uh, there was some nerves and uh, panic, I suppose, after the previous previous couple of results, but they won. Um, as ever, we want you to be involved. You can always tweet us at Rugby Channel 15 or at either of our personal Twitters or leave a comment on YouTube or email us at the Rugby Channel at bowermedia.ie. Right, we've had... Uh, plenty of reaction. I put a tweet out just, I didn't really know what to say in the tweet um, other than what was people's thoughts on the performance because the last couple of weeks, they've the thoughts have been pretty downbeat and uh, disheartening. I think the performances have been disheartening, but Saturday night was much better and the fans' reaction seems to reflect that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I thought it was great to see them get back on track. It was almost like... Uh... We're home and this is our comfort zone type of an area because I just thought that they the intensity and the aggression that they brought for for the game, irrelevant of what the Bulls brought. I, I just think that they were kind of at that pitch where you speak about a lot, that mental pitch be ready to play games. I felt like they were on it on Saturday night and it was great. It was great to see. Um, loads and loads of super positives. So, yeah, you put, in, put out a tweet and, and Adrian Donu um what a difference a week make! Returning victors from South Africa campaign brought a fight and a passion back to a team that were definitely struggling. Hopefully, build on that and take take it to Leinster, stand up and fight. I think that was a big kind of a theme about relation to lads returning. Um, a great performance, a joy to watch. I think we were more impressive against Bulls than Leinster were against Connacht. Maybe I'm being a bit too optimistic. That's from Jack Quinn. Uh, Liam Sheehan, the much better, a lot more aggression, good mix of the old forward dominated game plan with the new. Still plenty of unforced errors, but moving in the right direction. Is Casey, the, is Casey now the number one nine,
0: Quinny? Uh, we'll know on Friday when the team is announced for the Leinster game. I think um, you don't want to read too much into it because obviously he's uh, been chomping at the bit. Um, and putting a bit of pressure on Conor Murray for, for a while it's very early in the season for Conor Murray um, he needs to find you know form and big performances and remind everyone what he's capable of but I think possibly the way Munster are playing and trying to play and that's been a big debate in the last few weeks it's pace tempo um, his speed of delivery um, may suit the team more who knows but
1: um, I actually thought Conor Murray did well Um in his start, this, like, against the pack that we're going backwards and a back line that we're um, not firing. I actually thought Conor Murray did quite well. I think he moved the ball pace, which is, um, you know, not something we would associate with him. And like his defence is brilliant. So it's going to be an interesting battle really, isn't it? Um, you know, in relation to those two. Um, Bernard says, you're never as good as they say you are when winning and never as bad when you're losing. The Twitter hysteria of last week washed away in 80 minutes. I'd take it with a pinch of salt. Hopefully improvements can stick consistently over the course of the season. Next week will tell a lot. Joe Healy says, aggressive, very impressed with Crowley and Ahern off the bench, but the real yardstick is this weekend against Leinster. There's been loads of um, mentions of Leinster and how we measure ourselves off them next week. But realistically, like we both know how tough that that game is going to be and I think that we probably need to look at more of the performances and our ability to be consistent as opposed to winning and losing
0: yeah I agree I think it's just it's about the performance for Munster um, on Saturday with, against Leinster because you know the reality is it's it's a real tall order and the history has shown us that in recent results the last time Munster beat Leinster in a league game was 2018 December 2018 at Thoman Park um, in the league um, since that match Leinster and Munster have played nine times. Uh, Leinster have won eight. Munster have won one. And that one victory was in the Rainbow Cup when um, Leinster put out a very, very weak side. Munster won 27-3. Um, so the other eight games, uh, two of them were semi-finals, One was a final and five league games. So Leinster, the dominant side, everybody knows that. I just, it'll be interesting to see what what the players think because we spoke about confidence and self-belief in the last few weeks. Um, This will certainly uh, make them pretty alert and conscious of the fact that they need to be, you know, that emotional pitch, that aggression, that energy has to be there and they just have to be switched on and it's one of those ones where they're complete underdogs and they have to bring a fight and I think people will accept that so it's about their performance really what they can control and working and improving they're going to be under more pressure against the Lancer side this week but um, they've certainly something to work on after last yeah. weekend
1: yeah absolutely and I think you might feel like the, that pressure valve might be released a little bit to, to be able to go and, and have a crack uh, Craig Grehan delighted to see Carberry control the pace but ultimately led by his pack over-reliance on crash centre ball though comes easy to defend against Leinster will look to poach Crowley looks like a great option too Joe much improved performance and great to be back in Thomond. bigger challenges ahead thoughts on two playmakers on the pitch together in Carberry and Car- Crowley I liked what I saw we actually got a good few messages about that to be fair um, look we both know the exceptional talent that Joey Carberry has we you know he's been dogged by injuries for a very long time it was brilliant to see him stretch his legs the weekend we also know how, you know, the talent that Jack Crowley has. We got to see it in our, the Irish twenties Six Nations. We didn't really get to see a huge amount of it with Munster in the last couple of seasons. And then he goes away on this emerging tour and probably comes out of it with the gold star from his, his performances. I thought he was brilliant over there. But he's a jewel. He plays 15 for Kurt Conn as well, so... That ability to be able to mix and match, you know, somebody who's used to playing there, it's Mike Hayley's and isn't fit. I, I just thought he brings a lot of energy and he's got a, a brilliant step. So, yeah, what did you th- what did you make of that? I thought it was I thought it was good.
0: Yeah, it's that energy that we spoke about. Um, there was seven of the emerging Ireland squad, uh, two starters and five of them on the bench, so they would have brought a bit of energy, positivity, and. Um, I said this a few weeks ago, you know, none of the provinces were were jumping with, with joy uh, with the fact that some of their players and Munster probably have been affected the worst by, um, you know, 10 of them initially uh, being away. Then Alex and obviously pulled out. So um, they've come back with a bit of energy and um, they've got to continue and keep trying to keep doing that. Uh, but i think it's a collective thing you know we can read too much into the players coming back obviously they bring a spark and people need to, uh, an energy and it gives them more options um it gives graham rowntree more options and more depth because you know there's still a lot of injuries in those back three players as well so um they need as many back as they possibly can but uh going back to the game it's uh, it was much improved we'll analyze it more in a minute and yeah. You know, everybody is saying in the tweets um, the test is this week really one guy tweeted, I can't, I'm looking for the tweet there, one swallow doesn't make a summer Um, I think he's a Leinster fan as well so I think I'm trying to find it but I can't uh, there were so many but I think we all realise that, there's no one in Munster thinks that oh god we've had um, a really good performance at the weekend because we'll break the performance down it's Michael Fearon one swallow doesn't make a summer. Um, and obviously, nobody, <laughs> I think, at this stage is going to get ahead of themselves and think we're back and months are great again. It was just much improved. And I think there'll certainly be more, people will be more positive that, you know, if you're going to develop and if we are going to go through a period of, of um, obviously you want to win games, but through a period of, of um, introducing young players, there'll be a little bit more patience there.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I think look, that's been the general theme of those those tweets. You know, is that those young guys gave a huge amount of energy, and um, and you know we were we had the ability to be able to to kind of go like steamroll the bulls as such. I just didn't think they played that well. Didn't really front up too much, but I just thought, you know you kind of get the sense that the likes of that coach and ticket vouching them that they're they're keen and they're eager to kind of bring these young lads in and to give them opportunities and um and basically then it's kind of up to them to, to take them and I just think we spoke about that emerging group and what Anton Fish had said in, a, in an interview about how those monster boys had come together over in South Africa and said they wanted to bring back energy and positivity back into the camp after the first few weeks of of um performances and I think that you know it's clear to see that they've attributed to that, is that the main reason why they won this weekend? No but I just think you know that 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 ability to uh, the kind of youthful enthusiasm that aggression that they brought you know Munster fans more than anything in the world want to see a team that are trying and um, show aggression and turn up mentally and then if they don't win after that they can kind of still You know, have something that they can hold on to. I think over the first few weeks of the league, that was probably a big big question.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, Have you more tweets?
1: Yeah, so Justin Foley just emailed in. um, On one hand, it was great to see the intensity and energy right from the start against the Bulls, plus the positivity of the emerging Ireland guys when they came on. But on the other hand, for whatever reason, the Bulls seemed to be not at the races on the night, plus we still made a lot of mistakes. But overall, finally, some green shoots. What would be a good result against Leinster? Stopping them getting four tries could get a losing bonus point. Would that seem to be the best we can hope for? I'll draw that to you.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I think a performance. I think you can't control um, everything. Um, and obviously you're coming up against a quality side. So I think it's just a good performance. The last time Munster were in the Aviva, they let themselves down very badly. They were beaten 35-25 by Leinster back in May. Um, against uh, without
1: really firing a shot to be fair like
0: yeah they had some moments in the first half and yeah. they were they were ahead in the game at one stage and Leinster just come back and kicked on and scored some brilliant tries um, if you go back to the two loose game uh, the week two weeks before I think it was um, that's what Munster fans want they want uh, they want that commitment that desire and um you know, obviously the quality of performance needs to improve going forward. But I just think um, if you go up there to stop Leinster, well, it's risky business. I think they've just got to try and play themselves and be brave and have the courage to go out and play. And whatever happens, happens. It's highly unlikely Munster will win the game. Um, but you never know. Sport is funny. And I think they have something to build on. But yeah, they could have taken two steps forward and one step back this week. And that's my biggest fear that they they've got to bring a real fight to the game at least
1: yeah absolutely I agree I think I think reading from the the squad that Leinster put out this last weekend you'd imagine that they're going to go with big guns this weekend like Johnny Sexton and them coming so it's going to be a difficult task but in saying that you're also going up with a group of young players that you know have never had that trauma of the last few seasons they've obviously been in and around the group from an academy point of view but They've not had it, so you know, youthful bliss. Maybe, well, there's, maybe there's
0: a good can... few. Nave, there's a good few guys in this squad that were in the Aviva last last May. Um, so, some of the younger players, of course, will be, have less baggage, but they're all, they've all got to be acutely aware of of the history and the rivalry and the recent results. So, um, that's no, why I'm, they... I'm
1: not saying they're not going to be aware. I'm just saying. They've not had that trauma of getting hammered at the gate or not showing up or that disappointment within the dressing room afterwards when you're, you know, losing to one of your rivals without even firing a shot. They, they, some of them like they, they haven't had that. So maybe, and they're also the ones I feel at the moment that are playing well, that are providing a huge amount of energy. Um, and yeah. so yeah, look, we'll, we'll see. We'll um, see. Adam Hogan on YouTube. What a difference a week makes. Big positive to see Carberry trust his body more and go for things he's avoided for twelve for twelve to months in terms of contacting, getting closer to the line. A dog boat, good lord, he's a unit. Can see him in a hern for ten years. Aladunners and Paulie also really like Daly at fifteen. Salad under the high ball and offers just good speed in a thread at fifteen. Hopefully they keep this form going against Leinster and put in a good performance. Okay, well so very valid points.
0: The general theme is that. Um... People were happy at the weekend and uh, yeah. it was much better heartening kind of performance. They scored four tries, conceded two. Um, I suppose we talk about positives and negatives in a minute. Um, is that all your tweets? I have one from Joe Healy here. Uh, aggressive, very impressed with Crowley and Hearn off the bench. Everybody could see that. That's a big, big positive. Uh, but the real yardstick is this weekend against Leinster. Again, same team. Lots of people... Um, Basically, saying it's a vast improvement from what we've seen in the first um, first couple of weeks and the first uh, number of matches. So, um, yeah, improvement, heartening, and uh, certainly it's just something to work on. But big risk this week, and you know you're either glass half full or half empty. I think it has to be half full for them this week, and hope that they can you know get some sort of a performance. We'll talk about that in a minute on the performance. Okay, so people. We were nervous last week against uh, with this game coming up against the Bulls because it's on the back of uh, a very lacklustre performance up in Galway. Uh, lots of mistakes, lots of turnovers. Um, penalty count was fifty two up to up to up before that game. Um, up to that game, um, lots of handling errors issues. So from from the start of the game on Saturday night my take on it was I saw a little bit more of a spark a little bit of more of determination a little bit more aggression maybe the fear factor of a physical a very physical bull side brought that out in them they were obviously at home in Tolman Park they're in the back of a lot of bad results Um, and I think there there was a that fear factor drove them to bring that energy a desperation if you like There's also an argument to say that the stuff they've been working on in the previous, you know, four league games, um, that it's taken a little bit of time. This is their fifth league game and that it's taken a little bit of time to bet in some stuff. They've had a lot of change. So um, what was good about Saturday night that you liked, first of all?
1: Um, I think for me, the most important thing was the intensity and the... The mentality to go after the game—I didn't think we'd seen that. Um, I thought that you know their ability to probably just to get after the Bulls and not make 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 it easy for them. Like they had two, two minute tries from chases off kicks. So I thought that was exceptional work rate, right? and I think. It was the stuff that takes no talent. You know, we speak about this all the time, but it was that cohesiveness in terms of that defensive line, their line speed, their ability to put the pulls under pressure, their ability then to be ruthless enough in the red zone, the power zone, which we hadn't really seen a huge amount. And um, so, yeah, look, I, I thought there, were, there was loads of pleasing aspects, to be fair. Um, but I just think when you go after a game and it's on your terms in relation to your defensive side, I, I think that, you know, you're always putting yourself into a position where you can win.
0: So the possession stats were 50-50. Um, what did they do this week that was better at protecting the ball? I think there was obviously some concerns for me, i.e. the line-out. Um, we still yeah. are losing a number of line-outs. Um, there since seems to be a fair bit of confusion there. Um, and also, um My other concern would be the two turnovers. Um, If we were lacking that bit of ruthlessness, which does take time to develop, but the two tries the Bulls scored were from two turnovers. Um, Both times the ball was lost when Munster were in possession. Um, So uh, maybe it was one of those nights where there was still a bit, some nerves there. Obviously the two Gavin Coombs tries was were pressure and aggression and you know a real kind of presence about them in 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 that scoring zone. Jeremy Lachman's one is is, you know, obviously it's um it's a fortunate bit of luck. And people say, well, you get the bounce of the ball. But I think you create that. And it just had the feel of that type of game that Munster were going to get the bounce of the ball. I think Jeremy or <coughs> Joey Carberry, Catching the ball on the, you know, the bouncing ball, getting up the touchline, putting the kick through, all that stuff happens for a reason, and it comes down to that intensity piece that you're talking about, and that real fight and desire. So they create. I think they created that. Obviously, yeah. uh, Hooson was uh, made a big mistake, but Lockman was there, and he's putting pressure, pressure, pressure. That's what they brought. You know, the Tyburn one is similar. Um, I think everybody would have loved to have seen some some tries in the open open field one pass maybe away or one touch away yeah, at times.
1: I, I felt like that what I was going to say I felt like it was just one pass away which is coming. I felt like that they put players into positions that are more comfortable. So, like, we know that Archer is good at taking the ball to the line and, and being able to play off that. Some Some players aren't and I felt like we got into a space where you know the likes of the archers, the Gavin Coons, they were the ones that were putting themselves into positions where they could actually affect that, make that pass or make the big carry. And I, I just thought they were smarter in how they they went about their business. Um, and when you're over the gain line and the crowd are giving you energy, you exude that energy on the pitch. And I just felt like as as a cohesive unit, they attacked together, they defended together, and they showed a lot of intent. Listen,
0: so as a I coach. As a coach, why why did he only give away nine penalties this week and they've been in double figures for, for all the yeah, previous games? I'd imagine games.
1: it was just... So I'd imagine it was a couple of things. Um, I feel like that Munster played a, a, a lot more territory, so didn't really have the ball too much in their own half. So therefore, it allowed them to to play down there. I think they were probably more disciplined in terms of their ability to break down. I think that's been a really... Um, tough few weeks for them, and I think that they're that's an an ever evolving and ever improving skill. Um, that they need to get. I thought the combination of the back row was really good. I thought Bern, O'Mahony and Coombs were physical. They worked incredibly hard, and I think that when you have the likes of Dogbo and Jan Klein, these big, big guys who are mullickers, but like Doug getting a turnover, his ability to carry Tom Hearn coming off the bench. You're just putting yourself into good positions all the time. And um so yeah, look, I I imagine going into this week, one of their key points would have been discipline. Because you and I both know that the old the old saying of once you get into double figures, penalty counts, you're not you're gonna find it difficult to win a game. This was the first and even at that they still conceded nine penalties. Um, you know, to get to ten, it's very different.
0: Yes, yeah, some of them were on the fringes there near the end where they were defending. That has to be a big positive for me, the defence at the end, something oh, that you could really on build on.
1: And just um, at the end as well, by the way, of the first half as well.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, that was season much season. better, much more organised and we've seen the Bulls score a lot of tries from those five metre taps. Um, yeah. Munster defended that really well. I think something else that was positive was um, winning turnovers and then actually building a bit of pressure after them. So I spoke the week before about winning big turnovers up in Galway, kicking it down the touchline, losing the line out or knocking it on and actually giving it back, not landing any psychological blows. I think they were much better at that this week. So I think there must have been, you know, obviously when you review the games, um, there must have been a, a more of an emphasis on trying to win those moments and protect the ball and actually hold on to it and not force it a little bit. I think there's still some issues around the the attack and the cohesion and everybody being on the same page. I think I like the fact that they got into multi-phase a fair bit and some of that play at times um, was um, outstanding. It was brilliant attack and it was a kind of a, I wouldn't say a joy to watch, but it was really encouraging to watch. And I think you know, obviously with the back three players that are missing, um, if you get some more quality and experience back in there. But maybe they'll not get back in there because the younger players are playing well. Unfortunately, Calvin Nash picked up an injury. Liam Coombs came late into the game um, He because of Patrick Campbell pulling out and Shane Daly had to go full back. So it's just having more options and more depth there and having I, that kind of finishing touch. 15 think- defenders beaten, six offloads, three line breaks. It's much better. Um, I know stats sometimes can lie, but the attack was so much better.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think when you look at the likes of Calvin Nash and Shane Daly, they've come back full of confidence and um, almost have this kind of energy about them. You know, whether, whether it was the game plan over the last few seasons where the ringers couldn't, you know, didn't really go look for the ball. But like prime example of the autonomy that the players have now to go and seek the ball and, and try and put their own stamp on it. You know, Calvin's chip and chase. That was in the middle of the field. So like that's something that we wouldn't be used to seeing. And it was almost like there was kind of like a rip and a shot going in the stadium because it was like um you know the swingers turning up in the middle of the park and we chip and chase, which is probably the most, you know, easy easiest place to regather one because you're you're always looking their defensive around the edges. So I just think I think they came back they've come back with lots of lots of enthusiasm and energy and I just feel and confidence and I think
0: yeah, I know. a I agree. I confidence agree.
1: Is, is
0: I agree but I think the players at home as well have got a bit of a shot up their backside as regards the performances haven't been good enough in the last few weeks there's a combination of the players coming back a bit of energy more players in the room more competition for places but, but also, the play, also. also the players as well realising that their performances haven't been good enough and I'm sure yeah. the coaches have let them know that um, so lots of positives I think we won't focus too much on the negatives but I would say concerns they've got to get their set piece right scrum yeah. you know line out they're going to be coming up against a different beast in the scrum this week um, even though the Bulls are very powerful um, limit, Del- limiting limiting the turnovers And I think uh, being strong defensively, I think that game back in in May, um, very, very porous defense, very um, lackluster defense. They need to get in Leinster's faces this week and and really kind of bring a physicality because, you know, Leinster have the luxury of bringing back a lot of quality. They're missing some of their internationals and have some injuries themselves. But I think ultimately, um, Munster have got to get their heads right now and try and build on this. And I would emphasize, I don't think anybody's getting carried away because there'll be some people may think, "Oh God, there's a real danger in this." And this is this is what should alert the players and really fire them up, because you know if they go to the Aviva on Saturday and get walloped and the performance is, is is poor, well, a couple of steps back again. But maybe that happens. This is a journey they're on, and I think the one common theme that we've had in the last couple of weeks is. Um, let's get more younger players in there. They're bringing the excitement and they're bringing quality and a bit of optimism for the future. Okay, we're going to move on. Start of the week this week. Um, obviously, it's, uh, it's been tough the last few weeks because um, even the Zebra game when they won, I think the performance was really flat in the second half and there was an air of disappointment of not getting the bonus point. The other three games they lost... This is a win. We finally have a star of the week from a winning performance. So I'm I'm going to pick it. And uh, you may not entirely agree. There's plenty of uh, of, of players who were in the running. But I just love the fact that um, the star of the week this week um, got a bit of flack last week. He was playing at full back. He was back at out half. The debate has gone on. I think you're still believer that there's a fullback there in him and that's Joey Carberry I just love his movement his passing his ability to you know bring other players into the game and continuously looking for touches I think he kicked well obviously um and I just think his overall play was outstanding at times I think monster were there was occasions there where there was very little space and they created some stuff. Um, so I thought Joey Carberry was absolutely wonderful last week. And I'm really happy for him because I think um, he's a quality player and he's a confidence player, and um, he he produced a big performance. And if ultimately I think it's related to the forwards in front of him playing well um for any halfbacks, and you you know that as a coach, you're nine and ten. Even the rest of your backs, you can have all the quality in the world out there. I think the quality of the ball that was delivered and the options and the options of runners off him as well and being able to play out the back and stuff like that was so much better. So Joey Carberry is my star of the week. Um, what's your take on it? I know you, you want to talk about some other players as well who played. Really yeah,
1: good. yeah. I thought, <clears throat> I actually, look, I 100% agree. It was so... I. I agree with you in terms of. I was so happy to see him come out and play well because it's been a really, must have been a really tough battle for him over the last while in terms of trying to get fit and then get in form and just things not going very well. And um, to be fair, I just think he bounced back really well from last week's game against Connacht, and um, and it's great. And and look, if Munster are going to continue to improve, they need fit, and healthy, and on form. Joey Carbery. But I'm gonna hold out verdict on my start the week from him for in relation just to, to getting more consistent and see how he goes in relation to that. I just think it's all good to fire off a one eighty minute shot, but we need to have some form of consistency and I just need to see more from him. And um but I just thought there was loads of really good mini performances. I felt for me, Shane Daly came back from South Africa and loads of good form, you know, when you've been away with those national coaches and you feel like you've got a shot. And um, you come back into Munster, it's almost like, yeah, look, just give me a shot. And, and he went into fullback at a moment's notice. And I just thought, you know, he played really, really well there. And I don't know what his best position is, Quinny. Like, I, he, he's a good centre, you know, a big, strong guy. And, you know, obviously Munster are short and centres at the moment. Maybe that's an option going down the road when everybody's fit and able. But I just for, think- for
0: Jack Crowley, is it? no for Shane Daly. For Shane Daly.
1: Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know. And then obviously Jack comes on and plays really, really well. And um I thought Gavin Coombs you know, carries the ball very well. I'd like to see him do more around the pitch. But um yeah, look I actually think difficult to pick the star of the week this week, even though Munster played really well. I thought loads of players brought moments of magic and um I think that's probably what you need.
0: So um Jack Crowley coming off the bench. Um Edwin Adogbo starting. Uh Roman Salanoa coming off the bench. Thomas well Ahern too. off the bench. Um John Hodnett. Talk to me about those guys briefly. Um Thomas Ahern, outstanding off the bench. Energy, carries, getting over the gain line, uh full of pace and power.
1: Yeah, so he's he's obviously come from an an underage system where he's played fullback. I think obviously lots of people know his story and then to come into like an academy position as a second row it's taken him a couple of years to, to probably understand the role, develop within that role, build size. You know, he, he'll tell you himself, he was um, strong enough and, and very tall when he arrived in and, but he's he understands the game so so well. His skill level is outrageous. And for such a big man, he moves incredibly quick. And um so it's great to see him come on and have a few rampage and runs, but it's also the little nitty-gritty stuff that I love about his detail. He's starting to gain confidence now. You can see that in him and in his body language around the park. So he will be brilliant. Hopefully now he gets, you know, consistent match day 23 starts. Um and because Munster are gonna need him, um, and is the same, what a brilliant story for him, his club, his family um and probably the most unassuming person you ever meet um just a a really good guy, but a, like such an animal like that body position over that turnover in the first half so good um, so it's great, look, you're completely right, like there are loads of little green shoots, and I think that the youth and that exuberance that they have, and you know finally they're getting their chance because it's been really difficult over the last few seasons okay I know they might have been capped in that last regime but you play and then you might not play again for six or eight weeks you're trying to get you know trying to put all your eggs in that basket for that one game and you know there's no momentum and there's no matter how well you play you might not play again for another six or eight weeks and that's a really difficult thing whereas I feel like now this group you know if they play well they'll be playing again the next week irrelevant to just coming back and you know, I hear Earls and Zeebo could be back for this weekend but you hit the nail on the head. You know, if everybody's fit, do they come back in there?
0: Would Jack Crowley be an option to centre?
1: Yeah, 12. I heard, I I thought he was a, I seen him play 12 a little bit when he was under 20s I think there was a couple of injuries with Ireland that he had to go in there and he hits hard. He's got an unbelievable passing game. His footwork, it's his footwork in and around that tight space that I absolutely love Um, because it sits defenders down and, they can't rush up then because they're afraid he's going to step them and then all of a sudden he's way more space and he looks like he's got loads of time on the ball. So, yeah, why couldn't you? Why couldn't you?
0: Okay, there's a lot of positives there with those young players. That, um, and obviously, Gavin Coombs has been back as well. He gives that bit of physicality. He's two tries. Um, still issues and concerns yeah. regard the depth in certain areas. So, front yeah. row. So, if we move on to Leinster this week and you're coming up against Andrew Porter, Dan Sheehan and Tyg Furlong, um, what do the Munster front row do and, and can they get parity and get a scrum is that an area that they can get a real edge on on Munster and what do you expect from the performance this week, what what do Munster need to bring um, performance wise I think stating the obvious is that physicality, that emotion a little bit of anger as regards I saw some players coming off the field last year and, and it's not a personal attack kind of laughing and joking and Walking off with Leinster players after being beaten in the, in that game in in May, um, and that kind of irritates some people. It irritates it irritates the fans. I think what we saw against Toulouse, people can accept that when you're beaten. I know it went to penalties, but we've this game has probably lacked a bit of niggle as regards. I, I'm not calling for niggle or anything like that, but I'm I'm just calling for a bit of an attitude thing, a bit of a poker face from some of the monster players, and a relentlessness, and then. The reality is their quality will probably get them across the line because they do that to most teams when they play them. Leinster, and they're one of the best in Europe, if not the best. Um, They're right up there um, with their depth. So I think the obvious thing, and I think we both agree on that, is that they've got to bring a real high emotional pitch. It's hard to do that every week, but they have something to build on. Um, From a performance-wise and a tactical point of view, what do Munster need to get right this week?
1: Yeah, I think Munster need to be brave. They need to go and try and play. I think you try and stemmy a team like Leinster, you're going to be on the back foot for the whole game. And you don't really have the ability then to fire a shot. I think Munster have to be brave in terms of trying to play. I think they've got to try and move, continue to move the ball. I, like Continue to get to the edges. Continue to, you know, play in that, within that shape to be able to to probably caused Lencer a few more problems in around that 13 to edge channel I think they've got to kick well I thought they kicked very well against the Bulls the other day but it was the pressure they put on them and then after the kick that I think really probably ignited the energy within the group and the crowd they've got to see something similar Um, but I think if you're going to try and go out and you know use the analogy of parking the bus I I think you're going to you find yourself going to be under a huge amount of pressure because Leinster just locked that up. Whereas I think if you go and play, you go and play and you you have to be brave in the attempt and you don't win, you can come back and say, okay, listen, this is what we can fix for Ulster. Because let's face it, Leinster and Ulster are ahead of Munster in terms of where they are at the moment. We have now an ability to go and play and beat Ulster at home again. Whereas I think if you go and don't fire a shot, it's a harder week to follow a week.
0: It's about getting something out of the game, really. Um, are we crazy to think the monster can't win this game?
1: No, I think they can. I think anything can happen. I, I do. I think anything can happen. And that's not like me being absolutely nuts. I just think sometimes, you know, you can just like that Toulouse game for a second in my mind last year, I just didn't think Munster could even compete with Toulouse and then they come and they bring with this performance and it's the ability to maybe, if they can bring something like that again or something a little bit different in terms of how they attack then um and and build on that defensive performance against the bulls. Yeah, of course they can. Has the
0: I heard Stuart Lancaster speaking about it yesterday. Has the Dennis Leamy factor um does that help Munster a little bit as regarding I think all the players know each other pretty well um yeah. and people know the history. But his the does does he help the situation regarding You know, what way they'll be talking about Munster this week.
1: No, I think I... How
0: how they, there's a kind of a drive and desire to really beat Munster every time. Sounds very straightforward because you want to, every provincial team wants to beat each other, but Leinster want to keep Munster down here. You know, Leo was talking during the week about, well, we need all the provinces to be strong, but ultimately, Leinster will be really gunning for, to hammer... Munster on Saturday does Dennis that little factor that Dennis Leamy has been there a few times in the last number couple of fixtures he knows what that's like does that help Munster any bit because I I think that <laughs> you have to realise that you know Leinster did everything in their power to, and they did they, they nearly knocked Monster out of the playoffs last year and they loved it um,
1: of so course I mean, they it sure. did it's like I mean, Connie of course Leinster would want to be trancing Munster like they would do Ulster and I I don't think I don't really think that plays a factor into this at all I just think Not the that psychological think, part
0: but maybe tactically think, how they would approach yeah, maybe,
1: Ulster. Yeah maybe but I just think that if you start going down the road of concentrating on what Leinster might do or might think and what they're saying you're losing focus on what you and your group are doing and I think that Like you know, I've seen Odenis Leamy as a player. I am fascinated by him as a coach. I think he's unbelievable if you sit back and listen to him. He's incredibly astute. He knows the game so, so well. I think he could be a brilliant head coach someday. And um, he'd be very aware that, you know, as long as Munster continue to focus on Munster, continue to build from last week, continue to get, you know, more savvy in relation to their defence or even around their contact zone and and get more hands on the ball and more possession and more territory, then monster could be in a good position to win this game. So I, I don't really think that what they're doing and saying... Come, Yeah, no, I'm
0: probably not trying to over-egg that in a sense, but it's just just that bit of temperament that um, some of the young players, just to realise that um, they become very, very fired up for this monster game and that I think if Munster it doesn't get you the results you still got to go out and play but I just felt the last couple of matches Munster were a bit calmer and didn't fire a shot early on and didn't kind of make a statement so maybe that's something to have to do so obviously what you say in dress rooms doesn't really matter you've got to do it out in the field Yeah. Um, that's it for episode 41 of the Red 78 all wrapped up to make sure you get your podcast straight to your phone every week just search for the Red 78 and don't forget to get in touch with your thoughts on on the performance or any thoughts on what's happening next week and um, where Munster should have went. Uh, you can tweet us at rugby channel 15 or search for the rugby channel on YouTube and leave a comment or email the rugby channel at barmedia.ie. Just before I let you go, nave is this about performance or result?
1: Uh, performance.
0: Performance. Yeah. Do you think we'll get that? Yeah. Okay, I'm hoping. Yeah, let's hope. I think it'd be, <laughs> yeah. look, I think it'd be brilliant. I think everyone would love look, to see. I'm, I'm
1: very aware of where Leinster are as a group, how far along the track they are together. Yeah. But I, I so that's why the result doesn't really come into question for me. I think if we can perform, come away out of that saying, okay, listen, the three points that we've done really well this week are this, and then build on that for Ulster. I, I think we've got to, yeah, there's got to be a nine Ulster as well.
0: Okay, fingers crossed. Anyway, yeah. thanks, Neve. Chat to you next thanks, week. Winnie. The Red Seventy Eight with
1: Alan Quinlan and Neil Briggs. Nobody knows monster rugby better. I'd like to think I know a lot.